0: As we deep dive into these chilling tales, we all need a moment of escape, a way to unwind without the shadow of the night creeping in. Here's where Recess Mood comes in. Crafted with real fruit and infused with mood-lifting magnesium and stress-balancing aptogens, Recess Mood is your guilt-free retreat. With just 20 calories, no added sugar, it's not just a sparkling water. It's a sanctuary in a can. Imagine unwinding during a gripping episode of foul play with a can of strawberry rose, or my favorite, raspberry lemon, letting the stress melt away without the aftermath of alcohol. It's my little secret to staying balanced in the chaos of a busy life. You deserve a healthier way to unwind, to recharge, and to prepare for the next journey into the unknown with foul play. And for the devoted foul play listeners, you deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takerrecess.com slash Shane to get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement Oh, swift-flowing river, a secret you hold Way down in the depths of the water so cold
2: Nell Cropsey was missing And fingers were quickly pointed at Jim Wilcox He was the last person to see her So it would make sense But things are never that clear-cut The following day, Jim appeared in front of the mayor But with no solid evidence Jim was free to go but with a catch he was required to see the mayor every day at 12 until told otherwise
0: on November 22nd the day before his daughter Carrie and his niece Nell was to leave by steamboat attorney Andrew cropsey received a letter from Carrie what he read sent chills down his spine Nell has gone and we can't find her we fear she has been kidnapped Last night, the whole family sat up late, and Jim was one of the callers. We all went upstairs to bed at around eleven o'clock, leaving Nellie, Olive, and Jim in the parlor. Olive came upstairs later, and scared us all by asking where Nell was. She said that was just as Jim was about to go. He wondered if Nell had to step to the door for a moment, which she did. This was the last Olive ever saw of her. A search began at once, and they found Jim at home, in bed but he would not tell. He was arrested and taken to jail, but would not say a word. Everybody is searching for Nell. Andrew quickly sent a wire to his brother for more information. It had been a day since Carrie sent the letter, but Andrew hoped Nell had been found safe. When he received the telegram from his brother the next day, all hope was gone. William said the bloodhounds that came with Hurricane Branch found no trace of Nell. Nell. One of the dogs followed a scent to the river, but the others led them to the swamp. They were shooting cannons into the river, that if Nell was dead and her body in the river, the shockwave from the cannons would bring her to the surface. But there was nothing. He ended the telegram by saying, The Elizabeth City people say Nell must be found, even if it takes all the money in the state.
2: Andrew took the papers, hoping any information he could put out there would help bring his niece home. Andrew said that as far as he could learn from the letters, Jim Wilcox was the last person to have seen his niece. They had stepped out onto the porch, and after a fight, he left her there, standing alone in tears. Jim had told the police that he had given her back her photograph and parasols. Andrew told reporters that it was rumored they were engaged, but according to his daughter Carrie, Jim was very jealous of her. Andrew received another telegram on November 27th from one of Nell's sisters, Letty. She said, I have not heard one word of poor Nell yet, have made a most careful search for her, but without result. I will let you know as soon as we hear anything. We are almost wild. It seemed, though, That some of the people of Elizabeth City were wilder than most. They threatened Jim Wilcox. They were planning a lynch mob. If the police couldn't get him to talk, they would. But William put a stop to that fast. He advised the townspeople that police were working hard to find Nell. And if Jim had anything to do with her disappearance, he would go before a judge and not a group of angry townspeople. But something seemed off. If Wilson was so sure Jim had anything to do with Nell's disappearance, shouldn't he be at the front of the lynch mob, demanding answers? A lot was going on, though. Sightings of Nell with a man in Wilson, North Carolina. But after some investigation, it wasn't her. And Nell's family was beginning to lose hope of ever seeing her alive again.
0: On November 28th, another mysterious twist came when Judge Andrew Cropsey received a letter at Number 3 Chamber Street from a man in Philadelphia. He was in Elizabeth City that night. He was about 400 yards from the Cropsy home when he heard an argument and then heard threats of violence. He ran towards the voices only to find one person. I will give you more information and I am sure Mr. Wilcox will not be on parole very long, the man said. The man's name was George Hallenbeck, a poor but honest working man who knew more than people thought. But not so honest as to come without payment. The judge agreed to meet him, but there was something he needed to do first. Judge Cropsey, of course, wired the chief of police in Elizabeth City to see if anyone knew of this man, but when the response came, no one did. Another wire was sent to the police in Philadelphia, requesting that the man be arrested when he appeared at the general delivery window in the Bourse building, where Hallenbach said he'd meet him that day, but no one got back to him about an arrest being made. Andrew hoped something would come from the letter, but he admitted he feared it was just aroused to make money. The Cropsey family was beginning to lose hope that they would never see Nell alive again. But on December 20th, a letter was received that gave them hope. It was signed by George A. Hodson of Rocky Mount. He claimed a young girl was being held in the area by an older woman. The girl claims she will not give her name because she fears what her father will do to her. Hotson believes this girl is Nell. After communication with the chief in Rocky Mount, two officers left for the location, but they returned empty-handed, believing the whole thing was a hoax.
2: The townspeople of Elizabeth City began to wonder if William had anything to do with Nell's disappearance and had forged the letter. The Citizens Committee already caught William in several lies, the main one being he referred to himself as Judge Cropsey. Yet, he was never a judge, only a farmer. Did Nell know something about her father and threaten to reveal it? Is that why she disappeared and William is fighting so hard to push blame on Jim? It's too early to tell. At this point, Nell Cropsey had been missing for over a month, 37 days. On December 27th, around 10 a.m., a man named J.D. Stillman and a friend were rowing a boat down the river when they saw something floating in the distance. They changed their direction and moved closer. It was a body. It was Nell. But that wasn't the most disturbing part. Her body was in the exact location where the anonymous letter stated she would be. Dr. Isaac Fearing was called to the scene, and at first glance, the signs pointed to death by suicide. But they wouldn't know until a complete autopsy was conducted. News broke that Nell did not die by drowning, because no water was found in her lungs, but blunt force trauma to her head. The coroner's report reads as follows. We, the coroner's jury, having been duly summoned and sworn to inquire into the cause of death of Ella M. Cropsey, do hereby report that from the investigation made by three physicians of Elizabeth City and from their opinion and also from other personal observation that said Elizabeth M. Cropsey came to her death by being stricken a blow on the left temple and being drowned in the Pascatank River. We have not yet investigated nor heard any testimony touching as to who inflicted the blow and did the drowning. We are informed that one James Wilcox is charged with the same and is now in custody. We recommend that investigation as to his or anyone else's probable guilt be had by one or more magistrates in Elizabeth City Township, and that said Wilcox be held to await said investigation.
0: Right before the verdict was released, Jim Wilcox was taken into custody for his own protection and taken to the county jail. Guards were placed all around to make sure there wasn't another murder in Elizabeth City.